Hello, everyone. Welcome to our next chapter in our Your Best Year Yet series, the business alchemy experience for more fulfillment, impact, and abundance in 2024. I am so excited that you're tuning in today because it is a really juicy episode. We are talking about how to actually put your goals into action and how to make your dreams and desires a reality. Mm. Part of making your big goals a reality needs to include breaking them down into more manageable, bite-sized goals. That means breaking down your big goal by what you can accomplish in a month or a quarter, aka a season if we're talking about nature's time scale. So for example, if your big goal is to be able to lift 200 pounds at the gym, but you've never been to the gym before, you might have your goal for the first month to be to sign up for a gym membership and learn proper lifting form so you don't hurt yourself and to lift 20 pounds and your next goal for the next months to be to lift 40 pounds and 50 pounds and 100 pounds and so on. The same goes for your business goals, which is largely what we're going to be focusing on in today's episode, although you can apply these same principles to other areas of your life and all of the seven areas of life that you set goals for in our last edition of your best year yet when you set smart goals for seven areas of your life. Let's see if I can remember them off the top of my head. Work, money, fun spirituality, love, relationships or friendships, and health. If your goal is to create your first online program, your goal for the first month might be to get super clear on what the program is, who your ideal person for the program is, and what transformation that you're guiding them through. Your goal for the second month might be to outline your program, and your goal for the third month might be to begin teasing your audience and marketing your program to prepare to launch it. That obviously requires a project plan. But there are other goals that require consistent daily or weekly action. The same things over and over and over again, like making offers online, reaching out to people you want to work with, following up with prospects, posting on social media, sending out emails to your email list, If that's the case, you need to define your daily or weekly business tasks that mark little successes you have each week in getting your business where you want it to be. So you can celebrate with a hell yeah at the end of every week for getting things done. Even if all you got done was having one new discovery call or finally taking care of that thing you've been putting off that only ended up taking 20 minutes. I know I'm not the only one who does this. When you do this, you'll have manageable mini accomplishments along the way that will help you reach your big goal. The trick is to make a concrete time frame for you to accomplish each smaller goal and then stick to it. These mini goals are actually a way that you can create a huge impact without even realizing it because part of this business alchemy series is to help you get more impact in 2024. If you are a highly spiritual, magical, creative person and you're already gagging by the idea of doing this level of structure, I just want to invite in the idea that you structuring in these timeframes and actions will, for one thing, allow you to actually be more creative because it gives us 
more masculine structure for you to really flow within. And also, it allows for magic to show up. Because if you are showing up on a daily or weekly basis doing your mindset and work and your magical rituals, then the universe gets to meet you and can fast track your goals. But you know that you are doing your part and you don't have to waste any energy or drain any energy of wondering what you need to do. I know so many people who are stuck in this rut pattern, just spinning their wheels because they haven't made a decision on which action to take. So this is how we take the decision out of it ahead of time. (laughs) Of course, you can pivot whenever you want to, but taking as much decision as you can out ahead of time actually gives you more energy back. Okay, so back to our scheduled programming. (laughs) The second part of this is answering, how will I reward myself for doing my weekly and daily tasks that push me towards my goals? You want to be rewarding yourself for doing the things you think move you toward your goal, like reaching out to prospects daily, versus only rewarding yourself for hitting goals, like signing that new client or hitting your launch goal. Then, I mean, the reason for this is it allows you to live an actually more joyful life where you will be enjoying being a part of your business versus this huge up and down roller coaster spiral where you're only happy when you hit goals, which will not lead to joy in a joyful life or a joyful business. Okay. After that, then you can assess monthly if the consistent tasks are working or if you need to change them up next month or get better at copywriting or sales conversations or whatever. Every time you lift that additional 10 pounds or every time you post on Instagram to nurture your audience, it might not feel like a lot to you because you know that your goal at the end of the day is, or at the end of the year, is much larger than just this one thing. But this is still having a huge impact on your body or is having a huge impact on your audience and your business It's actually kind of amazing that these little steps that we can take every day or every week or every month can be so impactful in our lives and can get us to where we want to be, sometimes without us even realizing it. Like you'll just go on autopilot taking care of these tiny goals and not thinking much about it. And then at the end of three months or six months or 12 months, you realize that you've made so much progress along the way. An important piece of this is You have to make your goals automatic. This means they're not something you can easily forget about. (laughs) You do not want to have to rely on motivation to hit your goals because you better bet that your motivation will run out by February. (laughs) Making hitting your goals automatic means having a clear monthly or weekly plan. It means scheduling time to work on carrying out your plan or hiring people to do it for you with a clear desired end result outlined. Put every step of your goals, even the small ones, into your calendar so that it's always on the top of your list. Or use a project management tool like Asana to keep things organized. For your daily or weekly consistent tasks, put them in your calendar, like actually schedule them. Maybe it's 9 to 10 a.m. every day, writing a new pitch email to someone you'd love to work with, or writing a certain number of words for your book that you're writing. If your goal is to be more healthy, You find a local gym and then schedule in your calendar three times a week that you'll go there, putting in time to actually drive there, knowing that you can change the dates and times around when they arise. 
you're already halfway there because you'll be reminded and you'll be able to keep track of if you're doing it, if you're actually doing it. Then you just need to actually do it, (laughs) do the damn thing, right? So let's look at some business goals and how they might play out for you. We get questions all the time from people wondering about the best way to build their online presence or grow the amount of people they're impacting through their online program. And I know a lot of people listening right now are probably thinking about their own online program that they would like to create or growing the one that they already have or automating and evergreening the one they have. So I want to talk a little bit about what it would look like specifically if creating an online program and making that a reality is one of your goals. So here at Dirty Alchemy, we help conscious online business owners scale their profit, reach, and impact. We've assisted with dozens and dozens of online launches and creating evergreen funnels. And we've made clients multiple seven figures in last year alone. (laughs) We know the ins and outs of what makes a good launch, and usually someone just has to tell me a little bit about what they're planning, and I can tell if it's going to be a success or not. And why is this? Why is it guaranteed to be a success or not? Because some entrepreneurs don't really have a plan in place. They charge headfirst towards what they want without setting those smaller goals we talked about, and then things are just chaos because a launch isn't casual. I mean, it totally can be, but it does take planning and intention to be successful. And if people are telling you that their launches are super smooth and casual, it is because they are doing a significant amount of work outside of launches. They're incredibly consistent on social media or they hire people to be consistent. They've built an email list. They are nurturing their audience all the time. They're not ghosting their audience. That's when a launch can be casual because they're The launch isn't the main show. The main show is the 365 days a year that is a business. Okay, that's an aside. So in creating an online program, I want to circle back to the point of focusing around the transformation because not only is defining that the backbone of a good program in that you are hyper aware of where you're trying to get people, you're not just going in and teaching someone a bunch of information, but you're clear on where people actually want to go. So they're more likely to actually have the transformation and you're more likely to have success in your business because you'll get more testimonials if people are getting the transformation they're coming to you for. And it's also the key to good marketing. It's not about how long your program is or how many sessions. It's about knowing your people, knowing where they're at, what they struggle with and where they want to go. And transformation is just a fancy way of saying that people have a goal they want to hit. If someone is going into your program with the specific intention of transforming into someone who is more magical or someone who understands astrology better or someone who has a stress-free life or someone who can overcome relationship blocks, whatever the desired transformation is, that's what their goal is. And it's worth noting that as you are guiding people through your program, you want to employ these, or you can employ these exact same guidelines to help your clients reach that goal, small focused goals. So this is where focusing on what matters really counts and you as the expert defining what that is and taking the time to know what that is and make your goals concrete and automatic right in your calendar. So as a business owner, your goals should center around who your people are, 
what problems they have, and what transformation you're going to take them through, the before and after. Don't lose sight of that fact as you're pursuing your own goals. When you get clear on the people you serve and what their end result of working with you is, you're golden. This is step number one in your offer creation and your pricing and your copywriting. So how to hit all those business goals. Let's start by working backwards a little bit. You can go back to last week or maybe it was two weeks ago (laughs) of your best year yet where you created your SMART goals. And what was or what is your annual revenue goal for 2024? What do you need to hit quarterly so or seasonally? So just divide your annual revenue goal by four. And then monthly, so divide your annual revenue goal by 12. What would help you hit that goal? This will give you an idea of what your year needs to look like. And I'm super simplifying here because if you own your own business, not every month is the same. And looking at it over the year of what the annual revenue goal is, is actually a great way of getting rid of this roller coaster ride of I need to make X amount of money every single month because it's not true, especially if you have online courses that you launch like you could make 50% of your income in one month of the year, right? Because that's when you're launching your big program for the year. And so like, let's get a, get rid of any shame around having inconsistent months because that is completely normal. <laughs> and for those of you that are listening who are starting out or still working to hit your first six figures in business, or that's a goal of yours, you've heard me say this before and I'll say it again. I do recommend starting with working one-on-one with people. If you're a service-based business, selling your service to one person or one business, hone your skills, build your intellectual property, build an audience, build trust. Don't just start by building an online program. I mean, you can totally not listen to me at all. I just, I think you'll have an easier ride. And I've seen people have a much easier ride when they really can have consistent income by working one-on-one with people. So that their safety as they're growing, they're growing the amount of people who are following them and listening to them and trusting them, which is needed when you're launching an online program or a digital product. Okay. So don't start your business expecting people to reach out to work with you by posting on Instagram. Reach out to people directly or through giving value in Facebook groups or being a speaker in a summit or a podcast or meeting people in person. But that's just an aside for my newbies out there, if you want my two cents. (laughs) So back to the how. I very much recommend your goals and your daily tasks or weekly tasks be creating a super clear offer and reaching out to people daily or at least creating conversations with other humans daily and then following up with the people you want to work with consistently. And of course, building an online presence through social media, through YouTube, if you're into that, It's a great platform. You can listen to other podcast episodes where I talk about YouTube. (laughs) Building your email list. And for my newbies, doing that until you're fully booked up with one-on-one clients or you hit your monthly revenue goal. And if you are fully booked or already have your desired monthly revenue goal, then switching over to designing and launching an online program to the audience you've been building over time. Okay. Now that I've made my standard disclaimer about people who are new to business. (laughs) Let's look at at an example. Let's say you decide to launch an online program in December 2024 or at some point in 2024. 
That means your main focus for Q4, the fourth quarter or the winter season of 2024, is that program. Keeping your annual revenue goal in mind, let's start with that price, your price point. Obviously, you need to be clear on what you're offering and the value it's providing before you can set your prices. And you need to know how many people you want in your program itself. So start setting goals. Goal for month one of 2021 could be get clear on your offering. Month two, figure out your price point and how many people you want in, in the program. And you can do that just with basic math around how much money you want to create through that launch. Month three, getting clear on who your ideal person and what transformation you're getting them and so on. And then you can further divide those into smaller goals too. Maybe part of month one is market research. But the point is that you have something to focus on each step of the journey instead of trying to eat the entire elephant at once. I also want to note here that sometimes goal setting can be about constraint. Reeling ourselves in when it's good for our business. As entrepreneurs, as creatives, sometimes we want to commit to doing something for the long haul. But especially if it's our first program or first launch of something or you're still new in business, it can be incredible and transformative to commit to something for just 90 days, to focus really hard on that one thing and sell it and put your whole self into it. And the length of your program doesn't mean it's success, the transformation it provides your clients do, as we've already discussed. So instead of promoting two different programs, plus a full day intensive, plus one-on-one sessions with you that are sectioned into five different packages, pick one per quarter or one per month. I know you hate me for telling you that you want to be selling everything all at once. Pick one and focus your intention and your brain and your magic on putting it out into the world and getting people riled up on it and paying you for it. So many of us hit a roadblock or some discomfort in our business and we just decide that we want to change everything. Maybe we hear some negative feedback that shakes us and we wonder if we should change our offerings or change our purpose. (laughs) Really what we need to do is stop creating mental drama and keep being brave enough to show up exactly as we are delivering the rare gift of what we are on this earth to deliver to people. And remember that you'll serve your people in different ways. Some people only want one-on-one support while others only want to read a book. Some will only attend your webinars. Some people will absolutely never want to show up for a webinar. Some people want to only join high-end programs. Some people only join low-ticket programs. And all of that is totally okay. But it does mean that as you're reaching for your big goals, keep in mind that it might be beneficial for you to take multiple roads to get there. If your goal is to double your impact, which is part of what this business alchemy experience is all about, And remember, you defined what impact means for you in the last episode of the series of your best year yet. You might decide that maybe part of your path to reaching more people involves writing a book. Maybe it involves spending more time with one-on-one clients. Maybe it involves spending more time on social media. Maybe all of it or something else entirely. As you're thinking through this, you might find it useful to sit down and write out all the different things that could get you on the path towards your goal. Write down everything you can think of, even if it's something that you tell yourself you would never do. Write it down and then reflect back on it. I've definitely found that there are times when I think, oh, I would never do that. 
And then when I think harder about it, I realize actually that's exactly the thing that I should do and that I want to do. But I mean, the other side of this coin is not getting distracted. It is so easy to waste time on things that don't matter because we feel like we need to fill time to work eight hours a day or to avoid the uncomfortable things we don't want to do. <laughs> Procrasta working. Like if you're focused on creating another program instead of directly reaching out to people you think would be perfect clients because you're still nervous about selling or engaging on social media instead of creating standard operating procedures for your business that so that you can delegate more and make more time for you to be in your zone of genius or just taking time off. And we'll we'll go deeper into this with the astrology of 2024, knowing that retrogrades are great time to be doing stuff like that, to examine the systems and structures that you have in place in your business so you can figure out what's working for you and what isn't working for you moving forward. And while this isn't absolutely necessary for everyone, depending on what size of business you're desiring to create, for most online businesses, there will be this consistent goal of growing the amount of people you are in relationship with. So growing an email list, growing a social media following, having more people watch your videos on YouTube, it just makes business easier. Again, not necessary. I don't want to make it black and white, make it just about vanity metrics of growth. But it, there really is no question of if you have an engaged group of people that you're interacting with consistently who trust you, everything else in business gets significantly easier. So in the beginning of your business, it could just be reaching out to people, talking to people you know, calling businesses, asking friends for referrals, showing up fully in an aligned Facebook group. It's the quickest way to bring in money in your business if you're service-based. But then at the same time, you want to be building your perfect audience, building your ideal group of people that you're interacting with. And just to throw my little bit of influence in here, throw my two cents in here again, I, and if you're a podcast listener of this podcast, you know that I come back to this often and I will make a case for this often around building an email list over just trying to rack up followings, followers on social media. So it's the analogy of building a home on land that you own versus land that you rent. We own our email list. We don't own our social media followers. And if you've ever been kicked off of a social media platform or a shadow band, you know this. So we need to let go of the attachment of vanity metrics and focusing on what actually increases revenue and profit in our business. Well, I mean, like, gives us, while also giving us more freedom. Yeah, we don't want to just keep growing more and more and more revenue with no awareness around how much time things are taking and how much freedom we have and joy we have in our life. So that was an aside. Building an audience on social media is an awesome tool, but it should not trump building an email list. I'm, I'm going to go, let's just go hard into the email list for a second to Make sure it's on everyone's goal list for, for 2024. Like social media can give you a boost for a year or two, but at any moment, an algorithm can change or Facebook's policy issues can blow up and you lose all the work you put in. 
Versus when someone reads your emails and falls in love with what you're saying, they'll feel connected to you individually, keeping it up. And after a few emails, you'll totally enchant them. They'll love you and your brand. But when someone connects to your Instagram post or story, it's much more brief connection. There's less soul there. And the numbers reflect this. Emails have a higher conversion rate than social media because they're building an intimate relationship. When you send an email, it's more personal than a status update or a tweet or a story right next to everyone else's faces and stories. And I've seen this with clients I've worked with who had affiliates with strong email lists versus strong social media followings. The email list converts exponentially over time. So like in this one example I'm specifically thinking about, there was this big online launch for a online course and one affiliate that they had had, I think, uh, a 20,000-person email list, and the other affiliate they had had a 20,000-person Instagram following. And the person with the large Instagram following had, like, two sales, two affiliate sales. The person with the 20,000-person email list had, it was over 100 sales through their link. It was just just shocking. And I know this is, like, one example, and there's plenty other examples that would point other ways, but It just has always sit with me. (laughs) The vanity metrics of social media don't guarantee conversions. So in 2023, the global email users, so the amount of people working globally was set at over 4 billion people. So over half of the world's population. And then 73% of millennials prefer communications from businesses to come from email. And I mean you might have a different demographic than millennials. So maybe look up what it is for you, but they're all high, just so you know. (laughs) And then for every $1 you spend on email marketing, you can expect an average return of $42. Like what? And then final final little little stat here is 49% of consumers said that they would like to receive promotional emails from their favorite brands on a weekly basis, right? That's like a permission slip. The permission slip to send that weekly email. So I hope on everyone's how list of how to get to where you want to in 2024 includes building your email list. And then in addition to your email list, I recommend choosing one social media platform and committing to it. Or if you are already very consistent on social media platform, you can choose to add one more in the mix if you want to. If you want my two cents, it would be YouTube. Because of the search engine optimization and the way that um, videos work. But anyways, choose one social media platform to commit to or to add in if you want to and commit to it. Give it your love. Give it your energy. Give it your juice. And if you can constrain yourself to giving fully to one platform, and I don't mean spending all of your time on it. I'm not saying doom scrolling or just scrolling endlessly. I'm saying creating juicy content on it and being enchanting on it which can take as little as 10 minutes a day or if you batch content a couple hours every couple weeks. Then next season, next quarter, you can assess and double down or start building out systems on another platform. But giving it months of time, especially if you enjoy the platform, it's even better if you enjoy the platform, obviously. This will also make your impact bigger because the audience that you have on that platform will know you. They'll know you provide value and they'll trust you. And it's a hundred times better to have a few thousand audience members who deeply know you and your brand instead of a hundred thousand audience members 
who can't remember your name or what it is you do exactly. It's also going to help you feel more fulfilled because you'll get to really know and love your audience too. You'll get to interact with them directly all the time and you won't be stretching yourself thin. You won't be trying to put too many irons in the fire. And then if you have a team, you can build systems that deliver the content you make for that channel to other channels. This is completely optional, but if you want your, there's different people Different people enjoy different channels, right? There's people who are on Instagram who will never go on Facebook. There's people on Facebook who will never go on Instagram. There's people who are super into YouTube and Snapchat. And Snapchat's still a thing. (laughs) Not my generation. But if you have a team and if you want to spread your message or experiment with spreading your message to different channels, you can help them do that. You can build systems around So as in you make a YouTube video and then your team repurposes it as a podcast and transcribes it for a blog and multiple social media posts and then posts the video as Instagram stories, etc. These are systems that can be easily created and carried out by a VA or an OBM or a different team member. But please don't think you need this. If you're under six figures, if you're over six figures, at any point, you can absolutely build a very profitable, beautiful business and only be on one channel. I know quite a few multiple seven-figure business owners who don't go that whole quote-unquote omnipresence route and they're just really pouring their heart into one platform in addition to email because all of them are doing email, you guys. (laughs) Being omnipresent is for scaling on the highest level. It's a distraction when you're at that Uh, If you're at the phase of business where you're just trying to make six figures or multiple six figures or even your first seven figures or more. Okay, so now it's your turn. You've already written down your big goals for 2024 if you listened to last week's episode. Now, divide each one up into smaller goals, any number of smaller goals that seem doable. Put all of these goals on a weekly, monthly, or seasonal timeline. Then get clear on how you can systematize hitting your goals. That can look like putting them all in your calendar, scheduling them, setting reminders, adding it to a project management platform like Asana, telling someone on your team to remind you to do things. Maybe if you need 20 clients, you schedule one hour per day to reach out to prospects or ask for referrals or follow up with potential clients. Maybe if you want to launch an online program, create a project plan that breaks down week by week what needs to get done to have everything you need by the time of open enrollment. Maybe it's a scheduling one day a month where you batch create all your videos, all of your emails, all of your social media posts so you don't have to think about it for the rest of the month. Ugh. And with that, that's creating your business tasks. So those small weekly tasks that I talked about earlier that you can celebrate each week, right? that you actually did the things that you said you were going to do on a weekly basis and reward yourself for it. And then one final note before signing off for the day, I love this idea that I first heard from Julia Wells on her podcast. I haven't listened to it in years now, so I'm, I think if you just search Julia Wells on the podcast app, you will find her podcast, which is awesome. This idea that self-care is a profit-generating action. Self-care is a profit-generating action. You as a business owner need to take care of yourself, schedule time off, schedule time to do the things that you love to do, 
Really identify activities that bring you pleasure and joy and make those a priority. It will impact your business and will just give you a better life. You can actually hold yourself back by not doing this because you'll create a business you hate and burn yourself out. Then you won't want to double or triple your revenue because you can't even imagine taking on more work than you have now. That's where the line of work smarter, not harder is important to bring bring forward. (laughs) Building your schedule so that you have the spaciousness to enjoy your life and to come up with brilliant ideas will allow you to grow faster. So repeat after me. Self-care is a profit-generating activity. And I would love to know what you come up with. Please share on social media. If you share on Instagram stories, tag me at The Dirty Alchemy. I would love to hear and see what you come up with. And if you want my support in all of 2024 to hitting those goals and have the community, the resources, the templates, the trainings, the coaching to hit your big business goals in 2024 and actually build out a regenerative business framework in your business so that your business does the work for you and you can actually step away and you can have a business that is insanely impactful, then I invite you to join me in the Regenerative Business Creation Lab. We are just getting started now with our first live week of the year. It includes eight courses, full courses within it that you get to work through depending on what area of business you need to build out first or elevate first so that your business is working like a regenerative ecosystem. And last month, we just unveiled the Somatic Branding Masterclass so that your branding is a felt experience in your business and that people can feel transformed just interacting with your brand. And this month we unveil the Evergreen Ecosystems, which is, excuse my dirty word, where we build a funnel for your business in a way that allows people to come in and feel nurtured and loved by your business because you can absolutely build. And I've seen this happen. I've seen people build multiple seven-figure businesses without a funnel or without a fully automated funnel because a funnel can just literally be a leap magnet. But then they burn out. They feel fucking tired or they have some sort of existential crisis and they don't have systems and an ecosystem in place in their business that is running for them, that is growing and nurturing people for them. So their business stalls and they feel a big sense of fear. Where if you're intentionally building out funnels or evergreen ecosystems in your business from the beginning or at least as soon as possible, then growth becomes so much more easeful and isn't reliant on you and your motivation and your energy and your output. It relies on your business. So you can join me in the Regenerative Business Creation Lab by going to regenerativebusinesscreationlab.com. The link will be in the show notes or thedirtyalchemy.com slash RBCL or my link in bio at the Dirty Alchemy on Instagram to give you all the options. But I would love to see you in there. It is such a heart offering and it is my full focus for 2024. So if you've enjoyed anything on Instagram, anything on this podcast, anything I've sent out via email, or you're a past client for for our past mastermind rounds, then, man, I invite you to join us in the Regenerative Business Creation Lab. It is unlike anything I've ever seen. And believe me, I'm a 
online course junkie. I fucking love them. I just am a lifelong learner. So I've been through so many mastermind programs, so many online courses, so many mini products. So I know that this program is so game changing. So come join me. We'd love to have you.